Welcome to Chucking a Sickie. This week, I can't go to work because there's this new toy spaceman astronaut thing. Anyway, he's trying to steal the attention of my beloved Andy. So I've got to go deal with that situation. A little bit more important than work. I'm your host, Harry. And each episode, we invite a very special guest and go through their perfect day off. From the excuse they use to get off work to the song that sets the tone for the day, their favorite meal, and of course, their adventurous afternoon. A real life Ferris Bueller's day off. We have a lot of exciting episodes coming up from Aussie comedy superstars to bands, playwright, actors, and hell, maybe even a slinky that doubles as a dog. But this week, we have the absolutely incredible Nick White. Now, Nick White is a fantastic comedian, but he's probably better known as a TikToker at Miss Nikki Wanty, which has catapulted him into super TikTok stardom. Nick will be performing at the Sydney Comedy Festival, his brand new show, Grow Up, on the 19th through to the 21st of May. So get your tickets to this show. Links to the show, as always, are in the description below. But for now, pull out that thermometer and get ready to call your boss because it's time for Chucking a Sickie. <coughs> Chuck a Sickie. Welcome, Nick, to Chucking a Sickie. Thank you. Thanks. Good to be here. Yeah, look, I'm pretty excited to have you here. We start off every episode with the worst job you've ever had. And I know, oh, I've heard rumors that you worked in a job where the owner might have gone to jail. <laughs> yeah, how did you know that? I know everything. I do a lot of research for this podcast. I mean, apparently he did. So what was that job? Tell us a bit about it. So the job was Leonard's, the chicken shop. Um, the year was 2008. <laughs> it's a while ago. And it was literally like me and my best friend were like, let's get a job. And we went to like Kapalaba shops and Leonard's was the first place we went. And he's like, yep, can you start today? And I was like, that's that scary. Is dodgy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my friend Hannah started that day. I started the next day. And yeah, he just like made me cook samples out the front. I was 15. Yeah. And I had to like fry the filling of the spring roll and I burnt it and he didn't even tell me how long to do it for I burnt it once in a four hour shift and he yelled at me in front of all the customers oh that's maybe put my hand in boiling water <laughs> and then I quit after like two weeks and then a friend of mine from school worked at a different Leonard's and she's like oh yeah he went to jail he wasn't paying taxes yeah like a few years later I can't believe that's why he went to jail yeah for like, for like murder or something like yeah shit. he probably did a lot of bad things but that sounds Sounds like a terrible so job. Bad. Also, putting your hand in boiling water is just like the worst possible sensation in the world. Well, at the time, I thought it was just hot water. But since I've gotten older, I put my hand in hot water. And I'm like, <laughs> it was worse than that. I yeah. think he was just an evil man. This is what confuses me about McDonald's and KFC. Like, how do you get 14 and 15 year olds to work in those jobs? Like a lot of my mates did that. I was very lucky. I was into rate, retail, never had to do fast food. But for like me, like I just don't trust 14 and 15 year olds with like oil. I know. And it's like, I don't know. It's like a power trip too. Because the people in charge just take it so seriously. Like, yes, I get to boss around this 14 year old. It's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Why do you want to do that? Yeah. They're normally like 18 and yeah, 19. Yeah, yeah. And the power's just gone straight to their head. They're like, I finished school. I'm better than yeah. you. It's like, Cool. But you're still here, so... And no knock on them. It's a great profession, but uh, probably not Leonard's. Leonard sounds like a terrible job. Yeah, Leonard's, like, technically is my first job. I was there for probably maybe, like, one week. I don't remember, but... And then I worked at Woolworths for six years. Would you say Leonard's was worse than Woolies? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Wool Woolies was yeah. fine. It was fine. Leonard's just sounds like 
one of the worst jobs you could ever have. I don't have. know why I applied. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why not? I like chicken. And you're 15 and you're like, I like money. I like chicken. Yeah. Perfect combination. My true favorite things. <laughs> yeah. As a 15 year old, I can relate to that very much so. So obviously you've had that job and it was a pretty terrible job, but now your job is quite different. You do stand up comedy. We want to speak about comedy a bit because that's why you're here. So you've been doing stand up for about five years at the moment and recently got into TikTok. So how has that changed your uh, comedy for you? Yeah, so I started TikTok like, I think I made my account about two years ago, but it only kind of took off the start of 2022. Um, yeah, it's changed a lot of how I approach comedy now. It's like, I do more of my characters on stage and I'm less afraid to like slip into accents and voices and um, just little characteristics of my characters and yeah. Yeah, because your characters are pretty fantastic. Uh, the co-worker and the Australian taking on American TV shows. I feel like you've got the accents down pat. Have you always been good at impressions and taking on characters? Um, honestly, I'd say yes. Like, <laughs> I, just, I mean, it's like the one thing I've always done my whole life. Like, yeah. Um, I started coming up with characters when I was about seven. And I used to just act as them. I used to draw them. I used to like draw their house, draw their like fam whole family. And I'd just show my mom and my brother. Um, yeah, always had a bunch of characters. And I could always do impressions too. And it got me in trouble at school sometimes. <laughs> yeah. like, I could do impressions I of teachers, imagine. other kids. And then when I went on exchange, I could do all the accents of everyone on exchange. And like uh, like the French people and like the Finnish people. And, um, and the lecturers. And I went on exchange in Prague. So... Yeah, and I've just always been able to do impressions and yeah. And it's and I and I've always loved doing characters. I just always come up with different characters. Yeah. Yeah. So for your stand up previously, was it more just like focus on stories and now it's more like character work and different scenes? Um, it's definitely I still just mostly do jokes on stage. Like it's mostly material. Um, but you know, now that I'm doing these shows, which mostly TikTok fans are coming to, I definitely work in my characters a bit, mostly just the annoying coworker, you know, <laughs> um, cause that's the main one people come to see, but I just do a bit of like a bit of crowd work as him throughout. Um, but it, it works its way into my, you know, if a joke doesn't really land, I'll just be like, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. that'll get a laugh or I'll just be like, if there's yeah. a joke where it's like, yeah. And then this happened. And I was like yeah sorry like you know yeah. people just like that and um but no my material's always been quite i started out very dry like very low energy very dry um and that worked at the time when i started in brisbane um and then i moved to new york city and i was still doing that kind of humor and it worked for me as well but then i just got bored of that because i was like that's not who i am like it was working but the more confident I became, the more I wanted to just be myself on stage and be a bit more animated. And I'm still not like crazy high energy on stage or anything. Definitely not. But I'm more just like myself on stage. There's less yeah, of a persona yeah. on stage, I'd say. Such a transition. I do think being in New York, it's quite different. The scene there is quite different to here. And it would have been a hard transition to come back to Australia as well. Yeah. But it sounds like it's great. You're able to be more yourself and have these great characters. Mm. You mentioned that people from TikTok have started coming to your show. And at the moment you have like over a hundred thousand followers, which will be even more by the time the podcast comes out. How have people found you? Is it just through scrolling through TikTok? I don't really know how TikTok works, but how did you actually get into TikTok? Um, well, yeah, it's actually 
I always thought I was too old for it. Um, <laughs> I'm 29, which I know isn't old, but like even when I was in New York, my best friend was like, "Get TikTok, it's so funny." I was like, "No, like I don't dance." Like I just thought it was dancing. I didn't know. And um, then when I moved back to Australia, which was yeah, it was actually this time two years ago. I was in hotel quarantine, so it was two years ago. And then I downloaded TikTok. Yeah, it would have been around April 2021. I was like, "Well, my I'm starting from rock bottom. I have no job. I'm living with my parents again. Let's just give this a go." And then for the first year, nothing really happened. I just, and I, well, I didn't take it seriously at all. Like my username is Miss Nikki Wanty, which was a dumb nickname <laughs> I had at that time. Like I didn't, and then, um, yeah. And then my friend Tilly and I just filmed something on the beach one day talking like American TV, saying all the silly American, you know, catchphrases and buzzwords or whatever. And then that really took off and we started a whole series and then we just had so much fun and we just would look forward to because she was in Brisbane at the time. And then she ends up moving to Sydney this time last year. And um, yeah, and it kind of just, we just really enjoyed it. Um, and just started taking it more seriously. And, you know, I've been doing comedy for five years. She's an actress. She's been an actress for years and years. So, and yeah, we met in New York and we used to write sketches together in New York. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of full circle now that, I mean, earlier today, we were filming something for a campaign that we're, both working on like we feel we feel so lucky i feel like tiktok is such an underrated platform to get their comedies out there i mean unless you go to like a gala event like it's hard to find new stand-up and i feel like tiktok has really broken that mold it's worked in some ways it hasn't worked in others and for you it really has seemed to help because now you have the platform and the followers that's helped your comedy yeah no definitely it's i feel very grateful i mean it's i don't know I've just, ne I've never doubted that comedy is what I'm meant to be doing, mm. even when it looked grim. I was like, <laughs> nothing's happening. Like, it's been years. Like, you know, people tell me like, oh, you're, that was good. That was a good set. I'm like, yeah, but nothing's happening. Yeah. Um. So it's good now that it's like, yeah. through TikTok mostly, I mean, I got to build an audience and I got to quit my job and um, yeah, I feel very grateful. I feel very lucky. Yeah. So now your full-time job is comedy. Yeah. That's incredible. That's the yeah, dream. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Now your show that is coming up, it's called Grow Up. What's it all about? Um, it's really just about, you know, it's my first solo show, so it is a lot of my favorite material that, you know, I've written since start. I mean, most of it's within the last few years, but the narrative of the show is kind of just about, um, you know, coming out late in life, um, being a late bloomer, feeling like I just like it's about figuring out who you are and not fitting in and you know i was definitely didn't fit in in high school and uni oh uni i started to but it's just yeah it's just about being a late bloomer coming out moving overseas and learning stuff and um yeah it's just silly it's just a bunch of silly nonsense it's really. silly fun it's silly good it's silly fun it, i think it's fun it sounds like it's fun i like the title i love how your whole show is about growing up and we were also talking about how TikTok is for old, you know, it's for younger kids. I love the intersection of the two. Yeah, I know. Yeah, putting them together. Yeah, it all came together. So going back to that job at Leonard's, would you say that was your worst job? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had I've had a lot of jobs. That was, you can't get worse than that. That was pretty awful. No, when a boss goes to jail, I think that is a peak of a bad job. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was bad. So now you've got to get out of work. So you're going to have to chuck a sickie. What, at Leonard's? At Leonard's. Oh, God, I'm scared. <laughs> Wait, are we back in 2008? Am I 15? Yeah, you can be back 15 again if you oh, want that's to. terrifying. Have you ever chucked sickies before? 
Oh yeah, many. But <laughs> I mean, I only worked at Lenders for a week, so I, the one time I called them up was to be like, I quit. <laughs> but yeah. um, oh yeah, I used to. Yeah. Did you have any go-to excuses for chucking a sickies when you were younger? Um, wait, did I throw that many? I mean, it was mostly like a migraine is a great excuse. Yeah. That's probably like top tier because it's like you can't prove that I don't have one. And also, if you see me on my Instagram story True. that I'm out that evening, it means it went away. Like, <laughs> yeah. prove that it didn't. Like, yeah, that's so true. Which, but it's, I'm, I'm kind of superstitious. I'm like, I'm scared. If I say I have a migraine, I'm going to get a migraine. Superstition is a big thing in excuses. Never say about dead parents or anything like that. Like, it's too risky. Oh, I would never do a dead family member. I guess in a way, I'm kind of lucky because I get migraines legitimately. So I've taken days off work from <laughs> yeah, migraines. Yeah, yeah. They're so like I used to throw up when I had them. Like they're really, so yeah, bad. they're really awful. My brother, get, oh, not anymore, but he used to get them all the time. He'd get them if he played PlayStation. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it hits oh, randomly so sometimes. So, what would you use as your excuse to get out of work? All right, let me just transport myself back to being fifteen, <laughs> which was like half my lifetime ago. Okay, let me think. Wait, I would wait if it was realistic. I'd get my dad to call. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd probably yeah. just be like, Dad, I'm scared. I don't want to go. And then um, what would he... I'd just be like... I'd probably... I had never had a migraine yet when I was 15. So I didn't know that they were that bad. I was always like, my yeah. brother, shut up. You just have a headache. Yeah. Nah. Um, I'd probably just say, I feel sick. I wouldn't put much thought into it when I'm 15 because yeah. I'm stupid. And you get your dad to do it. Yeah. I think as an adult, I, I might even get my parents to do it. No one's arguing with, with your parents, you know? Yeah. Oh, if that's an option, hell yeah. Because it's like, no one's going to... I remember even when I was like 18 and I had this exam... I worked at Woolworths and I had this exam coming up and I thought I was... I had it all like... I was like, yeah, I'm going to... I'll be fine. And then I started studying the night before and I was like, oh my God. And I, I started crying. <laughs> I've never cried about uni. Yeah. Like I never took it seriously enough to cry. And then my dad's like, what's wrong? I was like, I have to go to work and I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to fail. And then he was like, I'll call for you. And I was like, hell Yeah. What um, a champion. I know. I was like, yeah, my parents are the best. Yeah. But yeah, and he was just, he's like, hi, this is John White. Nick is sick. And they're not going to be like, because sometimes when I'd call, they'd be like, what's wrong, Nick? Do you have yeah. a, but if it's your dad, they're not going to be like. It's so much more authoritarian. A hundred percent. It's like, yeah, question my dad. I dare you. Look, no one's ever gotten their parents to call. I think it's the biggest loophole in this excuse. Yeah. It's like, it must be bad. He must need a week off. I think the parents calling if they're like 70 for their old 40-year-old kid. Like, no one's arguing with that. I'm going to get my parents looped in again. Yeah, look, I think at the moment you're probably not chucking a sickie from your job. Oh, no, definitely not. Chuck a sickie. Okay, you've gotten the day off, so now you get to have your perfect sick day. Because uh, not a big night, it's a big day. Baraka haven't sponsored us yet, but they will at some point. So we need to start off the day with your perfect song. It doesn't have to be your favorite song, but what is the song to help pump you up for the day? Wait, so can this be present day? Present day. Because I can't, no, no, no. I'm having trouble being like, <laughs> okay, 15, I called in sick for Leonard. It's like, yeah. I just can't do that. Look, we can do two. We can do your 15 year old self and oh, also yeah. present okay. day, which so would be crazy, but we can, we can do it. When I was 15, oh wait, yeah, this will be fun. Wait, 2008, what was I into in 2008? I feel like the Black Eyed Peas in Eminem. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, like towards the end of 2008, I got pretty into Twilight. So I got really into Muse. Oh yeah, fantastic band. Yeah, probably a Muse yeah. song. Probably like Supermassive Black Hole. I'd be like, yeah. Oh, what a band. Okay, but present, present day. day. Yeah, back to present day. Um, I can almost guarantee that we're going to forget to go back to your 15-year-old self. Yeah, and that's fine. That's all right. We'll just see how we go. Let's leave him behind. <laughs> I don't want to see him. Um, present day, honestly, the song that I've listened to heaps at the moment is Electric. 
Electric Lady by Janelle Monet. I do not know that song. Featuring Solange. Oh, it's so fun. It's just, I love Janelle Monet, And it's just such a fun song. But um, Who is Janelle Monet? Oh, oh, Janelle Monet, um, she's an artist. She's been making music for probably about 15 years. Oh, I think her first album was probably, I think 2007 or EP. But um, she was in uh, Moonlight and Glass Onion. Oh. Yeah. yeah I reckon I do know her. Yeah, yeah you, I reckon <laughs> you definitely would. Um, uh, yeah, she's a pretty big artist, but she's an actress too. Yeah. And she's just the best. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. She's like the main lady in Glass yeah, Onion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know exactly who she is, but are you a big fan of her discography? And pretty much. I mean, like, well, actually, oh my God, this is crazy. Because when I was 15, I discovered her because she had a song on the sims like an expansion pack yeah and i was like i love her so i've always liked her music but probably like in the last six months i've gotten so into like her whole discography and um yeah i just love her i can't believe that 15 year old is is coming back again yeah yeah no one knew who she was yet and i was like who is this like she's she likes sci-fi so all of her albums are like concept albums and like um very it's like it's like short oh there actually was a short film for her 2016 album um she just loves sci-fi and yeah it's just a whole she's just so creative she really she's like yeah she sounds great one of my favorite artists yeah now i'm gonna have to listen to her because she sounds from like phenomenal and i've seen her acting and she's so good she's good at everything <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i can see that because her acting is absolutely fantastic and if you're collaborating with solange you know pretty fantastic she did a song with prince on that same album oh that is incredible yeah, she's like really good so when did electric lady come out um 2013 um, but then I also have this other playlist called All Is Good. Okay. I, I probably, I made it probably like five years ago when I was like sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just like songs that just make you feel good. And the first song is Rome Wasn't Built in a Day. Do you know that song? I don't know that song. It's from like the late nineties. It, it's the kind of song that you would just probably be like walking around a, like a shopping center and it would be playing. Like yeah. it's a random song that you'd be like, I know it, but I have no idea who sings yeah. it. Like, I don't know. I don't forget her name. Like, I don't know. But that's a good song to play at the start of the day. Yeah. Because it's just so happy. Yeah. I think everyone needs a playlist that is your happy playlist. I've got one. It's just the go-to songs that make you smile. Yeah, it really turns things around. Yeah, it really does. What are some other songs on the playlist? Oh, I have... Um, oh, what else is on All Is Good? I have a few Florence songs. like because yeah, she's fantastic. Dog Days. Yeah, like How Big, How Blue, How Beautiful. I have I by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah. Because that's just like a... I love myself. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? I have some like good Kid Cudi songs on it. All these artists sound like fantastic choices yeah, for the just playlist. Yeah, like songs about, just like uplifting songs. Yeah. And I need, it's it's funny because I didn't, I made it in like 2018, then I didn't touch it for ages. And then a few weeks ago, I was like, I need a pick me up. So I found it and I've started adding a few to it recently. And I shared it with my friend Tilly and she listens to it now as well. <laughs> It's like a happy playlist. I love making playlists. Okay. What is your most proud playlist? Oh my God. I love this question. I have two. Well, I have a lot, but there's two <laughs> that probably... There's one that's called um, 97.3 FM. Okay. And that's a radio station in Brisbane. Right. Which I think is similar to Smooth FM down yeah. here. And like, um, it's just very like you're in the back of your mum's car. It's 2001. Yeah, it's smooth. That is smooth. You're driving around. Um... And it's just all those songs that you're like, oh my God, forgot this song existed. Forgot this yeah. song, but it like transports you back. Yeah, and it makes you smile. You just listen to these songs. You're like, I'm not upset about anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and some of the songs, I hate them, but I'm like, they belong on this playlist. <laughs> and then I have this other one called Perfect Pop Songs that I made last year. Okay, what are some of the perfect pop songs? Uh, Baby One More Time is the first song. Yeah. And then, like, there's a few Sugar Babe songs. <laughs> I mean, it, oh, there's heaps of songs on it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. like, songs that I deem to be a perfect pop song. <laughs> um, yeah, and I've made TikToks about these two playlists. That's like, right. If you like... I don't know, nostalgia, or if you're gay, you might like this pop playlist. But yeah. I feel like as well, like nostalgia seems to be the playlist that people want. I think a lot of the time, even with music choices for the podcast, people always like, I want old school stuff. I don't want new yeah. stuff because that's what makes you feel the happiest because it's so relatable to a place in your life, a time in your life. And if you're like, I feel like 2013 for you or these pop songs from the 90s, early noughties, they encapsulate what... I mean, someone in their like like twenties just really loves. Yeah, like my brother and I were so obsessed with like the top forty when we yeah. were like, you know, nine and ten. My brother's just one year older than me, and we used to get up and watch Rage oh, yeah. every weekend yeah, on the ABC. Yeah, yeah, and we used to like predict what the top ten was going to be, and then we'd after Rage ended, we'd watch video hits. Oh yeah, and it was like the same thing just with ads. Like we're so yeah. stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, like we're and then we used to go to JB Hi-Fi and like buy the singles. Oh yeah, I'm like I want to get Christina Aguilera fighter <laughs> single, um, please, Dad. It's just crazy nowadays. You go from vinyls to singles to cassettes to discs, and now everything is just on your phone, and it's I just know. a different world. I still play CDs in my car though. Yeah, I used to until they burnt into my car. And now I can't play CDs in my car. I've got five in my car. Really? Never know what they are. Can't get Wait, them what out. The hell? Yeah, they just burnt in. My car's pretty old. <laughs> so it's just, I can't get them oh, out. It's not good. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Wait, like in the CD player? Yeah, in... they're in the CD oh, player. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's really upsetting. <laughs> it's pretty sad because I think they were also like homemade CDs. Mm, so oh, I feel yeah. like it had a lot of sentimental value. Yeah. It's so funny. I recently found the mixtape I made when I got my license when oh, I was yeah. 17 and 2010. Everyone has one. Oh, mine's so bad. Mine's awful. It's like the first song is um, DJ got us falling oh, in. Yeah. I'm like, I liked that song. I put it at the <laughs> top of this CD. Oh, that's playing in a club though in Sydney. Yeah. Everyone still loves yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good, yeah. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I do have taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good choice. Yeah. It's a great choice. Yeah. <laughs> You've listened to the song so you're feeling a bit peckish. Where would you go in your local area for your perfect day off meal? You know what I would do? Mm. I would do exactly what I did this morning. Okay. Tell me, what was it? So I live in Ultimo. Yeah. And there's a cafe called Stitch Coffee and it's near Broadway. And I used to just get coffee from there because the coffee's really good. But recently I've been getting the ham and cheese croissant with tomato. 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 I think lived in America. Um, <laughs> and... It's expensive, but it's good. And I rarely give Google reviews, but I gave them a five star. Yeah. Really? Did you give an actual review or just a five star? I think I said great quality food and coffee. <laughs> if I really like something, I give it a Google review. Wow. Yeah. What else have you given Google review for? Oh, good question. The first one I ever did, I used to produce a comedy show in New York and the cafe where we did it, they had stupidly like sent the speaker and the microphone up to like Coney Island. Oh, okay. And they didn't tell me. And I got there and I was like, oh my God, I have to sort this out. So I went to this guitar shop. It was the first time I was ever like, taxi! And like actually like got in the taxi. <laughs> the show was like about to start. So I went in this taxi, I went uptown to this guitar store and then 
I needed a American ID and I didn't have one. Yeah. He's like, I can't rent it out to you. And I was like, oh my God, please. And then he, he's like, okay. <laughs> so then I was just really grateful. So yeah. I, did, I was like, oh, his name was Zach. He was so helpful. <laughs> and then yeah, I've also done like a mattress place, which really helped me out once because I ordered the wrong mattress and it sucked. And then just a few cafes and like that kind yeah. of stuff. People that do good stuff. This one sounds as though it's not necessarily someone helped you out, but it's more, they just are really good at what they do. Yeah, I'm just always impressed. Yeah. When I'm impressed, I'm like, people need to know about this. I have to say, I wish I did more Google reviews. I think about it a lot. I think I've done about two in my life, both very positive. Better than none. Yeah, it's better than none. But I think if something's good, I mean, that's how I find things. Use Google reviews yeah, yeah, yeah. to get recommendations. We should be helping out our fellow people. Yeah, and it's like, well, I actually, yeah, I got a haircut about two or three weeks ago. And like, I usually go to really cheap barbers. <laughs> and I'm never happy with my haircut. But I was like, no, I need to get a good one because I'm being a bit more experimental with my hair at the moment. And it's the first time I've like been to a good one. And they were so good. And I instantly was like, best haircut I've ever had, five stars. <laughs> So the ham and cheese sandwich and the coffee, do you get along black? Is there a certain order you have each time for the coffee? I'm trying to just have matcha lattes at the moment. And I try to convince myself they're enough to energize me. But <laughs> today wasn't one of those days. Today I got a cappuccino. Okay. So cappuccino and uh, tomato and cheese and ham croissant. Yes. That sounds like a great combination. So good. And then they do like sea salt on top of the croissant. Oh, like granules of sea salt? Yeah, like the, like the chunky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There is something about salt that you can see like shapes always had the right marketing campaign flavor that you can see i love yeah, that yeah people like that the same way you get toppings on a pizza i want to see <laughs> yeah, i need to see it to believe it yeah i need to see it <coughs> now if you could go anywhere in the world for your perfect meal where would you go for your perfect meal whoa what a big question it's a huge question it's a really hard it's so question hard. like yeah because it's like is it somewhere that I've been before? It can be. Like for me, I would probably choose somewhere that I've been before that I have very fond memories. Memories that was just like a great meal. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's honestly this Chinese restaurant in New York. I think it was in, yeah, it was in Chinatown. What was it called? Don't know. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Now we have the opportunity to try and find it. Oh, yeah. Because anyone that listens from New York, there is a Chinese restaurant. We might need a little bit more description. I, I know roughly where it is. Okay. Where is it in New York? I mean, like, if you gave me Google Maps, I would find <laughs> it. I don't know the streets. It's like... Yeah, okay, fair. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know they sell t-shirts. It's a big one. It's mostly, like, the memories of... Like, I had two dinners with a big group of friends, and both of them were such good nights. And just, like, I remember the food was really good. Yeah. I think half the time it's about the food and the other half, it's about who you're with. Oh, totally. Because the food can be fantastic, but if you're with shit company, you remember the bad times and you remember, oh, that food was really good, but oh, the person I was being to spat in my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll just remember the spit. You're like, I think the food was spit. <laughs> like, yeah. What was, what was the things that you ordered? Yeah, it was like a lot of like soup dumplings and then I think like duck, heaps of stuff. It sounds great. And it sounds like a big group of people. I feel like I've discussed this before. Chinese restaurants, same with like a lot of restaurants where you share food. The more, the better. If you go with like two people, you don't get the whole experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need like a squadron yeah. of people. It's the kind of thing where it's like, this might be expensive, but like, I know I'm going to remember this. Yeah. Night. And it's like BYO and it's just like, I don't know. It's fun. Was it like a rundown Chinese restaurant? No, it's, it's pretty nice. Like you walk in and they have a big lobster tank. 
Uh, I remember the ceilings were high because they had their t-shirts that they sold hung up like vertically on the walls. Um, yeah, it was, and I remember my friend had a cap of that. We all loved it. Yeah, yeah it was cool. I'm gonna gonna go to New York and find this place, and it may take me years, but I will find it. And I will tell you the name of it. Yeah, yeah, no. If I, I'll go on Google Maps when I get home, and I'll be able to tell you straight away. Fantastic. I'll find it. <coughs> Now you've had your ham and cheese and tomato croissant. Like Ferris Bueller, you need an afternoon activity. So if you could do anything with anyone in the afternoon, what would you do for your perfect afternoon activity? I was thinking about this and it was hard because I honestly feel like what I do every day at the moment is what I want to do. Like That's great. Because my friend Tilly, who's my best friend, we have the same job and we just get together and be silly and film it. Yeah. And that's like our favorite thing to do. So like, but I'm going, I'm going to go to the art gallery on Friday. I was like to Tilly, I was like, I need a day off. Well, I don't need a day off from you, but it's probably healthy that I have a day off from you. (laughs) Healthy for both of us. And then I was like, I'm going to go to the art gallery on the weekend. I was like, nah, too busy. Like the, the perks of this job is that I can go on a Friday. Yeah. Um, You can go any day. Yeah, I can go any day. Yeah. So I'm going to go to the art gallery this Friday. So I guess that's like the kind of thing that at the moment I'm just, very like trying to be creative all the time yeah and looking for inspiration where i can because yeah i just feel really grateful at the moment that this is my job and i just want to like explore my creativity um and like the people i hang around with inspire me enough but i'm like no i actually want to go to an art gallery because that always really like invigorates me yeah are there sections of the art gallery do you like the historical stuff the modern art the things that you most want to see in an art gallery you know what this is the thing. I've never been to an art gallery on my own. I always go with friends and I'm always being silly. Okay. I'm always yeah, like making that. jokes and I'm like, I love art. Like I did art in high school. I studied architecture, but I don't really, I'm not an art expert. I don't know much about it, but I, if I do see art on my own, I appreciate it more. But when I go with people, I'm like, time to make fun of this painting. So <laughs> I don't know. I'll let you know. I think you have a really good time by yourself. I've been to art galleries by myself and it's such a different experience. Yeah. It's nice to be swept away and lose yeah. yourself in the art. Yeah. Because when you go with people, it's very like you're you're like immersed, but you're also like, oh, are we, are we, oh, we're going to the next yeah. room. Like, I don't want to hold anyone up. And like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit awkward. So I'm excited to just do that. I do like that your job is also your perfect day as well. Yeah. And I normally ask, is there a cameo or someone that you want to meet you in the art gallery? But um, I don't know if you want anyone there or whether it whether you're just happy to be solo. Yeah, being solo. At least for this this visit, on my own is good. Is there an art gallery that you've seen so far in your life? Obviously, you lived in New York, so the art galleries there are pretty impressive. Are there any for you that really stood out that like, this is the art gallery that will always stay with me, that really made an impression on me? Um, Probably not. I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, no, I mean, yeah. no, it's like, it's, I know, I know what you mean, but I, when I do go to them, it's like, I enjoy them, but um, I'm more kind of caught up in being with my friends and also like trying to be funny and stuff. I'm, I went to the Met and mm. it was really cool. And I went to the Louvre in Paris. I remember the Louvre though, like, I was really, I went there on my own, but I was really taking my time at the start. And I was so like, I think it was like ancient Egypt section. And I was so like, wow, I was reading everything Yeah. for like ages. And then I was like, wait, this place is huge. (laughs) And then eventually I just got so exhausted. I was like, I need to leave. Yeah. They're so tiring. Yeah. They always, they exhaust me. Yeah. They're so tiring. 
my um, family probably didn't have the best approach when I was younger. When I was younger, we went on a family holiday. I was very fortunate. We got to go to Madrid and we went to an art gallery and it was closing in half an hour. So we were like, we have to get through it in half an hour. Probably one of my favorite museum experiences ever because it wasn't really like being a museum. It was a lot more like being in the amazing yeah. race. <laughs> Did you see this? Did you see this? Did you see Hippo at level three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what we saw, but we were just like, that was great. <laughs> and if I ever did that again, I would hate it. It's just way, way too overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I kind of just want to see one little alcove of the art gallery and spend time there. And then that's it. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, it's a lot to take in the whole thing because they're big places yeah yeah huge yeah. huge so massive and um look i think the art gallery will be a big inspiration for your tiktoks as well <laughs> and that's the other thing like it's so hard to switch that off sometimes like that's why i'm like it'll be good to go on my own because if i went with tilly it'd be like oh we should do like that person who interprets the painting and yeah yes yeah, so what he's trying to say is uh he used this kind of technique to kind of illustrate that he's a uh, he's hurting <laughs> like we were just like all day which is so fun i love it but i also um nice to turn off sometimes it'd be good yeah it'd be good to just go on my own and stop thinking like that for a day yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i can oh no i'm so sorry i just realized um your boss who he just got out of jail oh, from really? leonard's actually and he's calling up because he's just seen that you've made a tiktok in the afternoon and he said oh He's called you up and he said, listen, um, I assume he's yeah. an angry man. Hey, hey, I thought you said, Nick, that you were, your dad said you were sick. What's, uh, what's going on? Why are you making these TikToks? I'd say to him, I'd say, hey, I'd say, first of all, glad you're out of jail. That, yeah. And I'd say, and then I'd say to him, I'd say, wait, what year are we in? Wait, hang on. <laughs> no. Um, oh, no. We did not forgetting about the 15-year-old self. I would say... All right, so am I at the art gallery when he calls me? Yeah, you're at the art gallery. You're like, you're just so relaxed and immersed in the art. And yeah. You're having a great time. And you've got so many ideas, but you're also yeah, relaxed. Okay. I mean, it's so funny. I don't know. As my present-day self, I'd just be like, shut up. <laughs> I'd, I'd be like... Yeah, go um, away. You tortured my hand in boiling water. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, you'd probably say, well, I'm never coming back to this job. Yeah, I'd, I'd be like, you knew I wasn't. Like, yeah. Surely. It was never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so look, you never have to go there again. You've had your perfect day. Let me recap to you what your perfect day was. And you let me know how it sounds. So you start off in your worst job is at Leonard's, which is a chicken store where you have to put your hand in boiling hot water. And thankfully, he's in jail. You got out and... Not for any other reason except your dad called up and said you're not coming in. Yeah. No reason was actually given, which is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then um, Janelle Monet, electric lady, pumps you up for the day and you're feeling it, 2013 banger. Maybe put on some of the other playlists as well. <laughs> you're really in the mood. You go to Stitch Cafe. It's not a much highlight today. You need your energy. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. So you're getting a cappuccino and then, then you're getting a croissant with ham, cheese, and as you say, tomato. Yeah. And then from there, you are probably going to make some TikToks with Tilly. Just some off the cuff. Yeah, who knows? Bit of yeah. this, bit of that. And then in the afternoon, for the first time ever, you're going to go to the Art Gallery of New South Wales by yourself. Yeah. I assume it was the Art Gallery of New South Wales. Uh, 
I, th- I think. Yeah. That's the one I'm probably going to go to on Friday. Because we didn't really say if it was Modern Art Gallery oh. or Australian Museum. Maybe I'll go to all of them. Just go to all of them. I like that. Go to all of them. <laughs> hey, I have the whole day off. That's a big day of, of taking an art, which I've already said is overwhelming. But... I am prepared. Yeah, okay. Three art galleries in one day. Go White Rabbit just around the corner. Just do them all. How does that sound for your perfect day off? Pretty great. The art gallery sounds I definitely resonate with quite a bit. Mm. I just feel like an afternoon in the gallery, ironically, is the most Ferris Bueller's... (laughs) It's the most Ferris Bueller answer we've had so far. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's funny because I already planned to go to the art gallery. And then we watched Ferris Bueller and they went to the art. Yeah, so I had never seen Ferris Bueller and I watched it on Tuesday. Oh, very Tuesday. recently. Yesterday. No, wait, what's today? Wednesday. Maybe yeah. I watched it on Monday. <laughs> very recently. And they went to the art gallery and I was like, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I was going to say. I have to say as well, probably the most preparation for the podcast we've ever had on. I don't think anyone's ever watched Ferris Bueller before coming on the pod. Well, I mean, it's because Tilly for ages has told me I need to watch it. Yeah. Because she, she loves it. Yeah. And then when I told her I was doing this... um. And she's like, what is it? I was like, oh, it's like Ferris Bueller-esque. And she's like, oh, that means you have to watch it before then. <laughs> so then we watched it. Uh, I love the commitment to it. We are very excited to see your stand-up in Sydney on the 20 and 21st of May. And also very excited uh, from the TikToks that will come out of the gallery. Nick, thank you so much for coming on Chucking a Sicky. Thanks for having me. It was fun. <coughs> Chuck a Sicky. And that was the perfect sick day of Nick White. I'm a bit worried about his old boss who went to jail for a bit, but he did save the day with an absolutely fantastic afternoon at the art gallery. Make sure, as I said, to check out Nick White on TikTok. His videos are bloody hilarious. Also, make sure to get tickets to his show at the Sydney Comedy Festival from the 19th to the 21st of May. And join us next week for another perfect day off on Chucking a Sickie.